HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Heritage Foods USA, the nation's largest distributor of heritage breed pigs and turkeys. For more information, visit heritagefoodsusa.com. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. We are a member-supported, nonprofit food radio station. That means that every single thing we do, from broadcasting 35 weekly shows for free to bringing you exclusive content from sold-out food events across the country to offering scholarships to high school students, is only possible thanks to the support of our loyal members. And we want you to join the club. Become a member during our 2017 Summer Drive to get access to sweet swag and pledge your support to the world's only food radio station. Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to become a member now. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm your host, Souther Teague. Uh, Damon Bolte is moving today. He lived in his apartment for nine years. It's hard to dig out of, so he can't be here with us today. Sucks. Um, but he'll, he won't be with us next week either. But next week is the future. We have to talk about now, right? It's a beautiful day in Brooklyn. It's a little bit humid out there. Um, but we got lots of things to drink and lots of things to talk about, not just drinking. Yeah. In the studio with me today, yep. Chris Bidmead of, uh, well, of a lot of things. Chris is a man of many parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Welcome to the studio. Good to be here. And also got Jamie Felber, owner, operator of both Bolton & Watt and Drexler's in the East Village, just a few blocks away from my bar, Maury Margo. Welcome to the studio as well. Nice to be here. Thank you. Sitting over in the corner, Justin Singh, who works at Bolton & Watt and at uh, a couple other bars around town, Augers Well, and uh, what's the bar behind Giuseppe over there? Subject. Subject. Subject LES. Subject LES. Bartender at large. Large bartender at large. More mountain busy. than more mountain than man. <laughs> Welcome Too to the studio. Welcome to the studio as well. Thank you, sir. Um, so guys, what's going on? How's your day? How's your summer? Summer's great. Yeah, you've been traveling around. You were in Miami. A little bit, yeah, Miami. Miami was fun. Hotter than it is today. I hotter there than here? Yeah, oh, of course. Man. 
Yeah, but it was good. I was down there with Slow Mo, did a couple of activations, uh, got to drive around an awesome 78 Chevy van. That fucking van is amazing. That van is great. But it was a black van in oh, Miami. Shit. So it was like driving around in a toaster oven. <laughs> it has the AC in the 78. Uh, <laughs> Two keys and a heater. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Roll down the windows and go 55. <laughs> so I actually did that um, that very same thing. A Chevy G20 with velvet interior. Yes. I drove it from North Carolina down to Miami with eight people in it. Oh. What time of year? <sighs> yeah, it was early August. That's poor yeah. plan. It was, it was awful. Nice. <laughs> Slow and low. Uh, some people may not know what that is. What is that? Uh, so it is a straight rye whiskey made with uh, navel orange, honey, cocktail bitters, and a little bit of rock candy, which is kind of a nod back to the uh, original rye serves. With, uh, they used to serve it up with a sidecar of rock sugar because it Hold was... Hold on one on, second. Yeah. Hey, Sam, stay with us. Where'd Sorry. you go? I'll be back. Okay. Pizzas. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Sam's, uh-huh. deli- Sam's delivering us some pizzas. In the studio, because we're all on such a pressed schedule today. We don't have any time to eat. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, old-fashioned in a bottle, or now it comes in an awesome little can at 100 mils, so you can fly with it or take it to the beach or pool and single serving if you dare. It's adorable. I have one in my hand right now. Slow and low, 84 proof, rock and rye. And what you just said is the truth. The first time I had this stuff, I was like, this is a bottled old-fashioned. Like, it doesn't even need a, a, an orange twist. It's... Ready Pretty to ready to go. It's, uh, you know, drinks ready to drink. DRDs. Yeah. What, I do what love they that call can. Those? The they, can is The can's badass. adorable. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, this is a random fact about this can. I held this can, just like I'm holding it for you guys, in my hand, in a car. I was in the back seat of a car, and I took a photo of it. So just a photo of this tiny can in my hand in the, in the back of a car seat in, in the background. And I posted it to my Instagram. To date, this was almost a year, maybe more than a year ago. To date, it is the most likes I've ever gotten. Just this <laughs> tiny little... Everybody's like, oh my God, so adorable. Did you get a manicure that day? No, my hands probably look like crap. Um, like they do always. Um, but it's delicious juice. And you get to drive around the slow and low van. What do you do? These are like activations for you? Yeah. Um, so more often than not, what we're doing is parking immediately outside of whichever bar we're at. And... Sling the side door open. The inside of the van's all tricked out. Leather seats, sound system, orange crushed velvet, tufted walls. They spared no expense except on the AC. Yeah. Oh, there's AC. <laughs> but when you're combating 90 degrees and a black exterior, right. it was just so much to try and come against. Um, but there's a bar in there. Pull-out shelves, custom fit for all the cans and bottles and glassware, a little draft system set up. Amazing. It's so much fun. You got some of this on your Instagram? Uh, there's some on the Instagram. What's, there's some what's on, your handle? Uh, it's Bidmead. It's Bidmead. I-T-S-B-I-D-M-E-A-D. Yep. Or, Brad, uh, go check it out. It's Slow and Low Van or at Drink Slow and Low. Slow and Low Van or Drink Slow and Low. That's pretty rad. That's a great gig for summer. Yeah, it didn't suck. Well, it's not over, right? You're going to still drive it around some more. Uh, We'll see. It's making it from... It's parked out in Miami now. Uh, It's going to roll over to Tails. And then uh, from there, Nashville, Nashville, out to L.A. eventually. Uh, And you're going to be at the the driver's seat the whole time? We'll see. Uh, Okay, cool. If I can, if they'll let me. Um, I would love to. Hey, guys. Hit hit us up on Twitter, et cetera, and say that you want to bid me to be driving the van when you meet (laughs) him in Nashville, et cetera. Um, There you go. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see how far it goes. But I love it; it's super fun. I drive a seventy-five every day, so right. I know that was so amazing when they chose you. I was like, he's got a van almost exactly like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> Claire Burton Lang when it came up was like, I know the guy to call. Right, and uh, a year and a half ago when this went into concept, 
they gave me a ring and you know it was like yeah i literally drive that car every day like i know my way in and out of the engine let's do it that's perfect yeah i love claire she's ridiculous oh, yeah. oh incredible adorable yeah. as well yeah. and, a, and a powerhouse yep. yeah um <laughs> all right so you're doing that kind of junk and also you live in the house that i used to live in and you built a bar in there and it's amazing yeah just throwing that out there i was there today it's, it un- it's unreal. To you know, get the sun out of my eyes. I'm there, probably thirty second conversation with Max and Bidmead, and then I'm like, oh, this is a real bar. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. It's well eight seats. Out. I think the bar length it's an L shape, but I think if you straighten it out, it's as long as, if not longer, than the bar to Mori Margo. Yeah, it's probably equally well stocked, if not better. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely fair. sturdier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could tear the bar to Mori Margo down with my hands if I tried. <laughs> Uh, and this thing's made out of concrete. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, Jamie, you have these two businesses in the Lower East Side. Um, what were you doing before that? I, before that, I when I was living in the UK, I actually had qualified law school. I was, uh, my father likes to say, uh, went to the law school and then got called to a different kind of bar. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I was in this industry my whole life, like from, you know, as a kid. I was always the guy at house parties making drinks and you know, hosting and whatnot, and I've just been doing this forever. So I was doing it in the UK before I uh, came out to the US. What made you jump the pond and open in the Lower East Side of Manhattan? Oh, um, it's a romantic city. I mean, no matter how long you live in New York, you've got to hold on to that and remember that. I was, my mom's American, so I was back and forth forever, uh-huh. and I held a romance with it, and life was tough in London, and... You know, you can like this. Whole so you decided to move somewhere easier, like New York. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: we're, we're really spoiled a little bit here because we have a tipping culture. If you don't, if you come out of college and you have no idea what you want to do with your life, you can get a job as a bartender or a server, even if you don't want to do it forever, and make enough money to live on your own and be an independent person, and think and take some time to figure out who you want to be and what you want to do. And that doesn't really exist the same way in the UK. Hmm. And you couldn't make enough money to live on your own doing what the majority of us do here in New York. So I never thought about it like that. Yeah. So I came out to New York. I was bartending um, in Soho for about a year. And then I met my now partner, Darren Rebell, uh, at a Christmas holiday party, actually. And I was like, I want to be like you when I grow up. (laughs) Eight years later, along those lines, I guess. He's probably Fantastic. listening. You this took is over. Really awkward. That's all right. You took over. <laughs> <laughs> you took over a corner spot on um, uh, Houston and Avenue A. Hey, at Houston, yeah. Mm. Formerly uh, a nice guy, Eddie's. Formerly a uh, nice guy, Eddie's, indeed. Uh, Which yeah. was kind of a joint. It had a little history of its own. It did. Uh, it definitely had a history. It had uh, a culture. Um, whether that was what was growing in the fridges when we took it over, or the people right. that were hanging out there. It was definitely you know it was a certified dive. It was a certified dive. You know, but there were dives that belong in the annals of history and i think you know next to it library bar deserves to have a place in time in memoriam and then there are bars that you know had their run and need to yeah you know need to move on yeah and exactly. we did the best we could to pay homage to that as we um as we did the reconstruction of it you know we everybody was upset about that kiss mural that was there and <laughs> people were upset about that thing it wasn't very good <laughs> i mean it was iconic it was always there but but here's the thing it was a uh a mural of the Kiss with hamburgers with wings. Yeah. And they were all holding a surfboard. And they were holding a surfboard, I found out, from the old owner. Uh, because people kept drawing dicks on the band. And so he was like, how do I get rid of people drawing dicks on the, uh, 
on the band on this mural, I'll put a surfboard in their hands. So that was the mural that people were really upset about that we got rid of. Amazing. Yeah. I walked past that thing for, I mean, I've lived in that neighborhood forever. I walked past that thing forever. I think I only visited Nice Guy Eddie's maybe twice. Well, you know what? Much more neighborhoody spot. Well, you know. And I think that's your, that was your goal with that one, yeah? Yeah. I think to an extent we tried to be by the neighborhood for the neighborhood. I mean, at the time, three, four out of the five partners, like the three operators of us all lived in the East Village at the time. You know, we'd worked in the East Village. We lived there. I still do. My, you know, one of my partners now lives a couple blocks further north. But yeah, by the neighborhood, for the neighborhood. And it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and then two doors north, you opened up Drexler's, what, about a year and a half ago? How long has Drexler's yeah. been there? No, two years now. Wow. I think our two-year anniversary is going to be next month. And oh. we'll send you an invite to the, to the anniversary care. party. I'd love to come. Yeah, holy pig, actually. We're probably going to do another pig roast. I shouldn't say oh, that. Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah. you, had a, you did it out on the sidewalk. Why is, is that why you shouldn't say that? Like? No, we didn't, we didn't do it on we the sidewalk. sidewalk. We did no, it in an enclosed, uh, permitted area. Yeah, you oh. had permits and all that. Because yeah. yeah. you're a lawyer. You know that stuff. Yeah, right? That's exactly it. <laughs> you qualified for law school. Something like that. Whatever the hell that qualified means. Qualified to go. Holy crap, look at the table, by the way. There are three pizzas on the table. There's beers. There's uh, slow and low. Even there's some mezcal floating around. Thank you. Uh, and then tons and tons of glasses of Fernet Branca. Uh, and a bottle. There's a bottle in here, here somewhere too. Official party for sure. And that's all thanks to Sam Zaire. Thanks for sitting in on the show. You can say hello, by the way. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> Sam's our local Fernet Bronco rep, and uh, he wanted to come in and buy us all lunch, but we were having to go right into the studio. So he said, "I'll bring pizzas in. I'll be quiet." I was like, "You don't have to be quiet." Um, <laughs> but you're 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 here to buy us lunch, which is just amazing, and thank you. But also, you're here because these guys are going to go directly after the show to Grand Army and do. Uh, happy hour with, with your products, right? Exactly. I'll be there. Excellent. Yeah, so from so. 5 to 7, right after the show today, uh, these boys will be at Grand Army down in, uh, in I always forget the name of the neighborhood. It's not Cobble Hill, Carroll Gardens, wherever that place is. Um, uh, Grand Army, Damon Bolte's Bar, uh, doing a happy hour from 5 to 7, uh, using Fernet Branca and all the portfolio over there. It's going to be great. Thanks for the pizza. You're welcome. Um, so it's almost time to take a break so we can jam a little bit of pie. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk about how and why I've asked the two of you to be here together, um, because you have you're working on a thing together. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. We'll take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, uh, jam a little bit of this pizza, and then uh, we're going to come back and talk about the BAC. Stay tuned.
Heritage Foods USA is a farm-to-table online butcher and founding sponsor of Heritage Radio Network. Heritage Foods got its start when Patrick Martin's first stepped foot onto Frank Reese's Kansas farm in 2001. Back then, Frank was the only farmer in America raising true heritage turkeys with recorded lineages tracing back more than 150 years. Patrick knew instantly he'd found a unique moment, an opportunity to go beyond acknowledging these breeds as being jeopardized and to actually do something to save them. Patrick asked Frank to ramp up production and made a promise to him that if he would raise them, Heritage Foods USA would sell them. That was the moment that Heritage Foods' slogan, Eat Them to Save Them, was born. By creating a market for delicious meats from Heritage Breeds, we can ensure they'll be around for generations to come. Plus, Heritage Breeds just tastes a whole lot better. Learn more at HeritageFoodsUSA.com and use the code HERITAGERADIO for two free pork chops with your first order, brother. Two free pork chops with the first order, brother. It's my favorite coupon ever. <laughs> I want that with everything I order. Uh, welcome back to the Speakeasy. I just ate three pieces of pizza and drank a glass of Fernet Branca in that in that very short break. Thanks, David. Um, all right, so we're back in the studio now. The studio's even more crowded. Um, we got Jamie and Chris. We got Justin and then Sam Zaire joined us. It looks like he's trying to do some maybe Facebook Live, Instagram Live. What are you doing over there? It's not working. It's not working. All right. Well, then he's doing nothing. I am. Um, but he looks pretty. Um, always. Always. So talk to me real fast about the BAC. The BAC. Uh, What's that stand for? Bartenders Athletic Club. Who won the bet from last week on that? Oh. Oh, was there a bet? Well, that wasn't really uh, a bet. Nobody knew. We were just trying to guess. We couldn't remember what it stood for. I want, to, I want a quick, uh, quick side note about last week's guests. There's very rarely that I want to have to follow uh, Russell Dillon and Eric Job in anything and try to, you know, try to match that. Mm-hmm. Those are two very charming, very funny guys. Yeah. The most lovable people. Yes. Apparently. Never met anybody said anything bad about them. Nope. So, they're, they're sweethearts. Thanks, sure. guys. Appreciate it. You're not second this time. <laughs> Wave at table 42. Um, so yeah, BAC, uh, Bartender Athletic Club. Bartender Athletic Club, yeah. So, I mean, where did this... This was born... Of a concept of, you know, realistically, they're taking photos of us. That's amazing. Um, realistically, of a notion that every single event that is ever offered, for the most part, to the bartending industry and the beverage prof- industry in general, focuses around an education or fun, but it always focuses around alcohol and food. And, you know, very rarely does it focus around, you know, like super healthy food. And the concept was we don't want to, we didn't want to provide something, we wanted to provide something, a healthy option, not an alternative necessarily, but an addition to everything that we already do. Sure. And to give You don't have to take anything off the table to add something to the table. Absolutely not. And like, we don't want to, want to, you know, go out there at the beginning and say, there's nothing that we want to, we don't want to be preachy about this at all. Um, We just thought that, you know, what we do for a living is super hard it's physically draining. It's emotionally draining. Like our hours that we work and the way we do it are difficult and, you know, not necessarily all that healthy. And we wanted to kind of create something that gave a little balance to that. You know? Fantastic. That's so awesome. what do you guys get together and do? So we have done in the past a series of events. You know, we're sort of testing the waters as how to go about doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, just like with going to the gym for anybody unsurprisingly it's a great theory and much harder to do in practice you know we'll say we want to go to the gym we sign up to do gym membership and then we don't go as often as we want and that's human nature 
So it's the business model for those guys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've been saying that it, for for three years. <laughs> gonna sign up. Gonna think, sign up. I think there's a gym out there that actually offers pizza day. I swear <laughs> to God, there's a gym out there that does pizza day. There is. Yeah, I don't remember, and it's not a small gym either. I can't remember the name of it though. Um, so what have we done? We've done and everything. We've done has been free up to this point, and we tend to do the best we can to keep it that way. But we've done. What have we done? Uh, Pilates, yoga. We've done boxing classes. Yeah, I was interested we, in the boxing. We did a, a running club yeah. as well. Um, we've just, you know, we've tested the water with different events to see people's reactions to them and what they, uh, you know, how they, they get into the water to them. Um, and what we really want to be, at least to this, at least currently, is a, a support and a motivation mechanism for anybody in our industry who is doing anything healthy or athletic. I think Chris kind of summed it up in his, uh, what, was that, what was that tag you went with? Uh, live responsibly. Uh, well, that, but also, um, <laughs> yeah. is it one healthy thing? Yeah. I think both of those are great. You know, we, we the, our whole industry gloms on to drink responsibly, but I think live responsibly. That sounds pretty smart. Yeah, and there's a monster balance. So to that it. includes drink, right? So yeah. It's an umbrella. covers everything. Yeah. Um, and it comes down to, like, you know, everybody watches professional athletes, and before the game, they all stretch. Um, after the game, they stretch. They have trainers. They have regiments. They have exercises that they do to get ready for whatever they're doing. And, you know, to go into a bar stand on your feet for 8 to 12 hours, have all of these repetitive motions, all of this weight, all of this shaking, all of this turning and moving and dance that you do. Mm -hmm. I, I've never done it, but how many people actually stretch before their shift, after their shift, do anything to what's, make that easier? What's absolutely crazy is that we don't. Right. <clears throat> and what's even crazier is I used to. Yeah. When I was a butcher... We all, as a group, stretched. At, this is at 4.30 in the morning before yeah. we go to work. Wow. We all stretched. Then when I taught butchery at the New England Culinary Institute, when my students would come to class, we all had a stretch routine that we went through because we knew we were about to be lifting, turning, twisting all these heavy, dead weight pieces of meat. Yeah. Right? And then now when I'm behind the bar, I don't think about that for one second. I get in there, I grab my ice, I set up my bar, and I go to work. Yeah. And it's an industry of city miles, not highway miles. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a good analogy. <laughs> You know, you are putting a beating on your body and everything that you're doing is working it so much harder. Like, you know, there's people that carry stuff. Great. There's people that move stuff. Great. We're doing it to a degree of, you know, repetitive motion injury being a real thing. Without rest. Yeah. Without rest and plus with a, probably with a greater sense of urgency. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we're under the gun, under the clock at all times. Yeah. Right. I think that ice in the beginning of the shift is the best way to show how, how to shape you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. gotta go yeah. up two flights of steps, right? With uh, two buckets of cold wrap, yeah. and you're just like, ah. Oh. And yeah. none, of, none of us ever got into this game. I'm sure the majority of us didn't get into this game at 30, 31, <laughs> 32. We all got into it late teens, early yeah. 20s, whether you were a busboy or a bartender or whatever you know, role you came into this industry. Yeah. And we are indestructible at that age. <laughs> and then, you know, I, listen, I'm gonna, unkillable. Uh, Unkillable hashtag. That's my hashtag. <laughs> yeah, remember? Yeah. It's true. Two accidents in a row. It's true. Um, well, what, I think what you're about to say, or what you're alluding to anyway, is, is true, and we've brought it up before on the show, and I've brought it up in conversation with my colleagues over and over, is that no longer is our field of endeavor a uh, stopgap while you're in college or whatever. This is something you don't do for three, four years and, and cover your costs in college or, or what have you. This is something now that you do for 10, 20, 30 years. And if we aren't taking a, a break to live responsibly and 
do a little exercising, then we're we're doing ourselves a disservice, and we're we're not going to be we're not going to have the longevity that we want to have. No, uh, it's just impossible. It, like, it's it's absolutely true. I'm 47. And like I feel <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> You're not actually, are you? I am. Yeah, dude, you look great. I thank you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I actually, it's clean shot. living. <laughs> I say as I lift a glass of Fernet to my lips. <laughs> yeah. Little uh, congratulations, by the way. Speaking of clean living, to. Uh, my guest, oh, uh, my, my fellow uh, Bidmead. PAC yeah. man, Bidmead. What is it, 40 days? 40 days, compliments of Eric Job. 40, Nobody has ever said that before. <laughs> 40 days of? 40 days of not drinking. Uh, no Saloon June was his uh, Body for Tales lead-in. Um, no Saloon June. No Saloon June. He made a tontine for uh, bartenders where everybody threw 20 bucks in the pot. You got five cheat days through the stretch of it. Um, and it was from June 1st till the week before Tales, which is now. this week. Yeah. Um, and for every day that, or for every drink that you had not on one of those five cheat days. recalled cheat days, you owed a dollar for every drink. So how big did the pot get? Uh, By the way, this is sanctioned gambling. This is not illegal. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the pot's at $2 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, who was the rake? true? Sad but true. It's at $2 million. Uh, we easily broke 500 bucks on the pot. Um, and if it wasn't for Candace Coy, I would have had a flawless record through this whole thing. Uh, um, typical. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good um, reason. Typical disruptor. But 40 days, I had one shot of mezcal in that whole stretch. And it was because of her. And you didn't even take your cheat days. No, I didn't even take my cheat days. So yes. how does that one shot of mezcal count? You should uh, just counted that as your cheat day. Yeah, well, there's a weighted thing okay. on the cheat days versus drinks, but all told, one drink in 40 days. Pretty um, amazing. Yeah, it was great. I, you feel better? I feel great. I uh, dropped 15 pounds real fast, which was awesome. Um, still no threat of having a six-pack. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel good. You know, sleep was all right. I, it's a good balance. It let me... Come home earlier because sitting in a bar drinking bitters and soda, as yummy as that is, gets played out. Um, so I ended up home earlier. I ended up cooking dinner more often. Yeah, you invited me over to dinner a couple times. Yeah, amazing. Well, that's great. Uh, no saloon June that went sort of bled into Dry July. Yeah. How'd Eric do? The thing he started, how'd he do? Uh, he did great. <laughs> you, he donated four hundred ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> no one could see your face but me. Yeah. So he did not so great. I'm assuming. <laughs> I mean, he did great for me. <laughs> he did great for you. Um, that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and that's you know it's a it, I've I'm gonna you know go the negative route a little bit. I've pretty much never been on board with the uh, uh, you know stop drinking for a period of time thing. Right. I think it's better to moderate yourself all, all the way. I totally. And agree I talk to people all the time who say, "Oh, I do Dry July or Sober October or all those things," and I say, "Why not just pick one day right. a week for the whole year that yeah. you don't drink? That's better. I mean, have one less drink a day. Like well, there yeah. are so many ways yeah. to sub that out. And I mean, there's low proof options. There's Amaro's. There's I mean. You know, have a glass of Fernet instead of a glass of overproof whiskey. Mm. <laughs> that, that was well so happy. That was very Sam's well so done. Well done. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, again, I, I think, uh, you know, Samuel Clemens said, of course, moderation in all things, including moderation. Yep. So, like, be moderate at all times, and once in a while, just blow the doors out. That's you know? it. And it's a balance. You know, if you're going to do it, do it. You know, 
maybe eat better, maybe maybe eat, maybe drink water. You know, all the things that everybody talks about not getting hungover for benefit you in the long run. Right. And it's, again, it's something we all have to pay attention to because we're, we're in this for the long haul. Yeah. And I think that, you know, probably most of the listeners who are, are, are working in our field are in the same boat. And it's something that it's weird that it takes so long to catch up to you. But when it catches up to you, it takes three times as long to undo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it comes on real quick as well, I'm discovering. It seems like it does, right? It seems like, oh, my God, what just happened? I, I'm suddenly 40 pounds overweight. And you're like, oh, My knees hurt. Why? Because, yeah, because I'm carrying extra 40 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it just comes from not paying attention and not you know, working those muscles in a, in a constructive way. We're working our muscles all the time, but not necessarily in a constructive way. We, right. We're in tight spaces. We're twisting. We're bending. We're yeah. picking up things. It sucks. You know, it's, not the most, uh, it's not the most ergonomic or body-friendly environment. On the, on the same page, like we talked about stretching before and after everything, and it's like you get off of a six-day work week and you haven't stretched all week. It's like you're working those muscles, but you're not yeah. – they're not growing. They're not doing anything properly. Right. So you sort of tighten up like a ball on yeah, that day just, off. You're just like, you're just like, <laughs> like oh, your knees I'm going to sleep so you're all day and I'm not going to move couch. either. You know, yeah. It's horrible. So. <clears throat> I do yeah. wanna... And you probably face a few extra challenges. You're, you're kind of an extra-large gentleman. It's just because I'm bending down half the time. Yeah, you're super tall, so, so like, you everything's not built for you. Back problems in general. It's just like right. stretch, try to stretch, 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 stretch. Right, right, right. Yeah. I do want to like uh, just cover a couple of things uh, with regards to you know like we everybody in this room loves to drink. I mean, and we, I don't think anybody's planning on changing that. And we love what we do. It's delicious, and we should carry on doing it. Let's not pretend that we. <laughs> Saddam's shaking his head. He's like, I no, I'm not terms of listening t- intently. You're right. I love to drink. I really do. And that's okay. We should but Also, do I don't that. like get fucking shithoused on a daily basis, but yeah. once in a while, I certainly do. That's I'm sure everyone in this room has yeah. seen that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, Bidme did 40 days sober. That's not because he thought he had to. It was a, a challenge somebody put up, and it was great, and do it, and why not? And I'm doing, um, uh, you know, I kind of like try to practice what I preach. I'm doing a, a triathlon on Sunday, and, uh, you know, I took the last couple of weeks off pretty much, but hey, a, a lovely friend is pouring me a glass of Fernet, and I'm going to drink it because it's delicious. Right. And it's not going to kill me, and it's not going like, to disrupt what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but really, the point of BAC was exactly Frankly, that. what it's going to do, if you, if, you, if you do what Justin said and do some stretching, if you do what you guys are promoting, which is do some exercise, even if it's just once a week, what it's going to do is it's not going to take away anything. It's going to give you more opportunities. Right, if you take care of yourself, you'll be in this longer. Absolutely, not like 100%. you're gonna. Not like you're gonna ball up and die, but like you'll be ready to go out with your friends that pop into town un- unexpectedly. You won't be so exhausted, you know. And that which happens a crap ton here in New York City. Yeah, this is a place where people just come through from all over the world, and suddenly I get a phone call that's like, "Oh man, some friends I haven't seen in a year are in town tonight," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm so tired, right?" But if I take care of myself a little better, maybe I'm like, "Guys, I'll meet you. Let's go do this." There's a weird, uh, like, negative stigma when it comes to working out and I don't have the time uh, I'm going to be too tired and, and all this and you do have the time everyone has the time you yeah. wake up you can work out for a half an hour you can work it for an hour I used to ride my bike to Lower East Side when I, when I did that and it gives you energy Yeah, you have to stretch before you work out before you ride somewhere then when you get there you're energized Yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a reverse of, if anything So if yeah, you the do, mind you is the enemy the time, in this case the body's ready to do time. stuff always have the time to do something so. yeah endorphins are a wonderful thing yeah like i you know i work out uh, beginning of the day and i feel great yeah i'm probably tired a couple of hours earlier than i should than i was before because i got up early and did it but i don't need to be up till four in the morning anymore exactly. i now have to be up at eight thirty nine in the morning exactly so that's just the world i live in right 
Cost benefit. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You go to sleep earlier, you'll be fine. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's good. There's a way. Uh, there's a workaround for all these things, and and the thing is, the, there's also a, a tremendous benefit to it all. So it's a great thing that you guys are out there doing. It's great that you're doing it for free. You have a, a website or something you can plug. Yeah, joinbac.com. That was it. Yeah, joinbac.com. Yeah, if you're here in New York and you can get. Are you guys planning to maybe move this outside of New York? Uh, I mean, the nice part is we're looking to support everybody that's doing it. Mm-hmm. So regardless of where you are, um, especially with the one healthy thing. Um, Hashtag one healthy thing. That's right. Um, whatever you're doing, though, like if someone's out there, Shannon eats. Shannon Stiggins, there's your plug. Um, oh. She's in the gym all the time. That blonde nerd? No, wait. She's the, 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 oh, such a nerd. No, 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 wait. No, uh, what's her What's her tag, though? That oh, blonde, that, uh, that bleach blonde. Yeah. yeah. I, also follow, um, I also follow that blonde nerd. Different thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she's in the gym all the time. She's doing tough mutters and this and that. And, you know, that's awesome and that the nod to that and taking the time to work that into a schedule that is the same as we're all doing you know eight hour 12 hour bar shifts four or five nights a week and still being able to keep that regimen down is insane yeah um but but it's not impossible no and you know what it's the same kudos goes out to someone that manages to make one yoga class a week yeah or cooks dinner at home or eats a salad instead of a burger at a bar like any one of those one things is going to help just keep things a little bit more in balance. Yeah, it's, I think it's important to mention the food aspect. Uh, yeah. you, you, you touched on it in the beginning here about when we go to these events all the time, we're, we're probably drinking because that's our field and that's probably who's hosting. But we also, they probably are bringing us some food that's, you know, fried or greasy or, you know, easily poppable, which makes things worse, right? If it's something that's so easy to just yep. put in your mouth and move on and then put another one in your mouth and keep moving. Um, Right, so I think it's important to, to take diet into consideration, and and I've been you know because I got injured and I've been I had to right. sit on my couch for eleven weeks. Um, I've been really trying to pay attention to what I order when I go out to eat, which is kind of the world we live in. We always go out to eat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, even just that small change, it's incremental. Yeah. Incremental changes help. Uh, yeah, you know, long term. Yeah, and it's a balance. I mean, that's the biggest. That's the biggest takeaway I've gotten from doing this and really putting time into it is that. Everything from, you know, if you don't have the time to work out, which, you know, there's time. You get up, get off Facebook a half hour earlier and go to the gym. What? I know. I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm 10 minutes to, to stretch. To Facebook. Yeah. 10 minutes to stretch before Everybody follow my Facebook. It's creative drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and check it all the time. Yeah. Uh, but 10 minutes to stretch before a shift is something that everybody can budget in. And even not before a shift. After you're in, after you're clocked in, in between drinks, like stretch your arms out, bend yeah. over, pick something up. You know, like whatever it is, stretch and just get ready to get into the shift or make it easier for your muscles and joints and tendons to just recover. Red. I want to backtrack a quick second if I can. Yeah, do it. You gave a plug out, and I kind of want to do the same thing of to course. every single person in our industry. Well, the, the few people that we know, yeah. that and the brands that we know that already do things like this. There oh, are yeah. Plenty There's of, lots, by the way. There, yeah. there are plenty out there that are doing activations, but there's nobody out there to Brooklyn Gin that Damon works for. They do a, they do a yoga thing. Yep. You know? Like, uh, get healthy. Kimmy Winkler at uh, Nova Fogo. Venegas was doing something. Kimmy Winkler at Nova Fogo, yeah. You know, Jason Cousins yeah. loves to run. All, you know, marath- ultra-marathon guy. And he, highly respected in our industry, knows plenty about his field, which is now, I think he's now Scotch and Scotch and exclusively. And li- has, a, has a wife, has a kid, runs, is healthy, you know? And yeah. it's 
easy. It's not easy to do, but it's, it's doable. And the goal for BAC in the long run, our, like, if, you know, years down the line, if we get to where we want to go, is the notion that we can subsidize athletics, gym memberships, classes. If we, if we can't find a way to do it for free for the industry, we want to subsidize it for our industry. Absolutely. No, nobody markets, you know, Equinox doesn't touch us. These gyms don't market to us. They don't provide classes that are good. That are at good times for us. Um, and if everything, like you know, in the the greatest dream of it all, is that we can find a way to somehow subsidize healthcare as a not like we're not able to pay for it ourselves, you know. Like, right, right. But the notion that if we get enough people together, we have enough bargaining power to find a way to have. You know, even if it's local brands, sure. even if it's you know city by city or state by state, there are plenty of alcohol brands that have to write. Every single one has to write, live responsibly, on those logos, on those ads that they put out. And it would be great to have somebody put their hand up and say, "We have to write it, and now we have to we're do it, li- and we're living it, yeah. and we're helping subsidize healthcare for an industry that doesn't have it yeah, and a- isn't allowed. Like it's not affordable for small business owners to be able to." Provide healthcare, and I'd like to find a way to do that and to get our industry healthy and to look after us. Nobody's yeah. doing it properly. We need to. I love it, man. I can Sorry, hear. I, my little. I, don't know, I can hear the passion, man. That's great. And I understand what you're saying. Like, if we could get brands to get behind the idea, or not even brands, even local businesses to get behind the idea, you know, you and I can band together. I got a Mori Margon coup. You've got Drexler's and, and Bolton and Watt. We can say, hey, guys, we're going to figure out a way to pay for some gym memberships or subsidize your gym membership or get you into a Pilates class or what have you. I think it's great. And anybody listening, it's uh, Chris at BAC.NYC and Jamie, that's J A I M E, at BAC.NYC. If at any, if you're at all inspired, or if you want to get involved with us, hit us up there. You know, like and both of those uh, websites are uh, both of those email contacts are available on the webpage, right? They yeah, are. Yeah. Joinbac.com. Joinbac.com. Yeah. Cool. All right, we got a few minutes left. We're going to shift to a different topic. Uh, we talked about uh, taking care of our bodies. Now let's talk about educating our minds. Yeah. Bidmead. <laughs> what do you got to talk about that? Uh, bar methods. Bar methods. Yeah. All right. Lay it on me. Um, so we did it last year. Souther was nice enough to come out and uh, teach. Uh, the whole idea of it I, I is... I taught a great class. He did. It, it was, was awesome. Pretty rad. Yeah. I remember... Uh, I'm going to give away the secret, maybe. I taught a class... Uh, you know, at Amori Margo, we don't shake any drinks. We only stir. <laughs> so Chris said, can you come teach a class about stirring? <laughs> and I was like, how long is the class? And he's like, an hour, maybe a little more. I said, clockwise, counterclockwise. What else <laughs> is there? Use your left hand sometimes so you don't atrophy, you you know, whatever. Uh, Sure, I'll do it. And then I started digging in and doing the research, and I remember, I think I texted you or emailed you or both, and I was like, I'm kind of getting into this, and I don't think I've got enough time. I don't think an hour, I don't think an hour is enough. Can we stretch it to like an hour and a half? Um, But it was great. So I taught a class called Stirring, and that kind of, I think that, I don't mean to like blow my own horn, no, but it. I think that class sort of exemplifies what it is you're doing it, and how I just described it. It totally so bar does. methods is brass tacks, bottom level. Let's teach you how to bartend. It is your core fundamental skills that are needed to know for cocktail bartending or even bartending. If you work in a dive bar, you've got the tools there. You've got some crappy sugar packet. You've got, you know, some kind of whiskey behind your bar. You've got bitters somewhere buried in the back of some random shelf that 
covered in gross paper. Um, there's it no reason. Very personal. Yeah, I mean maybe. It sounds like I think I've gone through this. Right. I know yeah. what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's ringing a bell with me. Yeah, yeah. Yep. but I mean, I've worked in so many bars. I've been to so many bars um, that aren't cocktail bars, but you've got all the pieces there, and there's no reason that you can't make a proper Negroni in a pint glass and stir it with a straw on the shittiest of ice and do it the right way. You know, and it's just understanding what each of those elements contributes, how it works, what it does, and fundamentally how that impacts the ingredients to be able to put out a drink properly. That you're proud of. Yeah. That you're proud of and that they're going to enjoy. I don't think any bartender in the world is happy when they put out a bad drink, whether they're a dive bartender or they're bartending at, you know, at Bolton Water, wherever. Yeah. Like, it's pride and workmanship. It's craft. Like, we're, we're all here to do it. You don't show up to your job with, with no aspirations of being better at your job every day. I hope. Right. Especially in a job where you're literally right in front of people while you're doing the job. Yeah. You want to be as best you can. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you want to know how to room. move gracefully. You want to, Don't you have a class on that? Just yeah. dancing behind the bar, right? Yeah. Dancing, guest interactions, uh, shaking cocktails, stirring. Um, Richie Bacato comes out and teaches all about ice. So everything from hand-cutting large format blocks down to... You know, what makes ice clear and the integrity of it and what that contributes to the drink. Uh, We teach a whole class on garnish, you know, how to properly cut your wedges and wheels and do the prep work and, you know, the time that garnishes are good for and what to look for. And And how to economize your time while doing it so that you're more efficient and you're better. Yeah. Again, everything we do, even with the exception of the things we get done before we open the doors, Mm -hmm. everything that we do, people watch us do. Yeah. So I think it's important to know... To become comfortable with your movements and yeah. know that you're being watched. Well, also, you know, and to kind of tie both of these together, knowing how to do it, knowing how to do it correctly. Yeah. Um, that, aids, that aids in that confidence. Yeah, big time. You know, it aids in the confidence and aids in the longevity that you can do it. Because if you're shaking something incorrectly, your shoulders, your wrists, your elbows are going to just deteriorate. And you're going to find that after a six-day streak, that seventh day, everything hurts. But there's different ways to get the same shake there's a better way to shake there you know and there's three different ways to shake four different ways to shake a thousand different ways to shake depending on you know the final product that you're looking to yield mm-hmm. um and or depending I, on body type yeah exactly mm-hmm. or space available yeah i've started lifting i'm you know i'm tall wells are low for me um so i've started in the last couple of years lifting bottles differently and the amount that it's done to benefit my wrists and back um, it's huge. Right. But just having people out there that are top of their craft in whatever focus those classes are, to be in front of you in a small class size, we capped the entire program at 50 people per, uh, and then we cut it in half. So the classes are only 25 people. Right. Um, one instructor, 25 people, hands-on training on these fundamental skills. It, it just lends to... Get better at the job you have. Get prepared it. for the job you want. Yep. Hundred percent, I love it. Um, what's the cost? Uh, it is, it's two hundred dollars. What does that include? Yeah, tell them what they win, yeah, Bob. Right? That's the fun one. Um, two hundred so, bucks. That's a lot of money. It's so much money. What you get for the two hundred bucks is you get eight classes, all taught by industry professionals and me and Souther. <laughs> um, I'm the throwaway. <laughs> uh, your meals are included in that. All of the entertainment beyond that 
brand engagement. Um, but if I really had to put a cherry on it, you get three nights in the Park South Hotel, which is where we're hosting the event. Three nights at the Park South Hotel in beautiful downtown New York City yeah. for 200 bucks plus all that stuff. That's it. How do I get involved? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, applications are open on barmethods.com. Uh, we vet everybody that applies to make sure that this is something you're looking to do for a career. If this is a summer job, if you're looking to pay back a debt, if you're, you know, if there's a long game that's not in this industry, you know, that's not the people we're looking for. We want people that are looking to make this a career choice, that are looking to do this for the long haul. Right. Um, so you go on barmethods.com. Right on the home page is the application button. Uh, it should take you no more than four minutes to fill everything out. Um, we'll give it a read over. We might give you a call, shoot you an email, make sure that you're the right fit for what we're doing. Uh, approvals go out in uh, just a couple of days. And then book your flight and come on in. When is this? Uh, it is August 27th to the 30th. 20, so, so it's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. And it's a Sunday to Wednesday, bartender weekend. So we try and do it where smart. not everybody. Yeah, nobody's missing money shifts. It's easy for everybody to take off. Flights are cheaper. Smart man. Thank you. So it's barmethods.com. Yep. It's 200 bucks for a three-day intensive of fundamentals in bar practice. Yeah. Uh, and it's led by some kind of baller industry folks. I'm real happy to have them. And me. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Guys, there we are, right, right on the needle. Um, that's the end of the show. Um, thank you so much, Jamie, uh, for being in the studio with us today, as well as Chris Bidmead, uh, Justin Singh, and Sam Zaire from Fernet Branca for hosting our entire lunch <laughs> fest, fest that's going on in the studio. It's the first time we've done this. Um, I'm a bum that Damon didn't get to be here, but he's moving, which uh, sadly for him means he's probably eating pizza because that's what you do when you move. <laughs> but he's not eating delicious Roberta's pizza and drinking Fernet Branca. Um, tune in to HeritageRadioNetwork.org to listen to thousands of more shows just like this one. If you've got the time, please tap on the Beating Heart uh, icon on the website so that you can donate some money to the studio. You know, we do all this uh, free for you to listen. So if you could donate some money, it makes the, it makes the world go around for us a little bit better. Uh, cheers, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The blues groove in them rhythm and blues that sound. It's gonna get you some in the end. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network food radio supported by you for our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events subscribe to our newsletter enter your email at the bottom of our website heritageradionetwork.org connect with us on facebook instagram and twitter at heritage underscore radio heritage radio network is a non-profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better fairer more delicious place and we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. Get